What's up, everybody, and welcome back to Baseball Connection. Another weekend has come to a close, and as usual, a nice slate of afternoon games. Uh, you know, it, it's nice to just be able to sit back on a weekend afternoon, turn on some baseball, and know that you're going to have games all day long. It's it's nice how they do that. Obviously, it's not just baseball that does that. Other sports are going on right now, too. There was the Champions League final yesterday for um, those who were watching it. That was that was an okay game, um, one nothing, but... Congratulations to Bayern Munich for winning that one. But, uh, yeah, so heading back onto the diamond, we will begin things. We'll just begin in Chicago. We've been talking a lot about the White Sox uh, recently. So um, I will I will kind of start there. So they played the Cubs yesterday. The White Sox did not win. They they snapped their, um, their win streak. They had won, I believe, seven in a row. But one streak that did continue was Jose Abreu hitting a home run. He hit a home run in his fourth consecutive A-B. He had three home runs on Saturday night against the Cubs. And then in his first at-bat on Sunday, he goes yard again. And that's the 43rd time in MLB history a player has gone deep in four consecutive at-bats. So not as rare as um, one might think. But, yeah, he was... um, I mean, he was definitely pleased with the accomplishment when he t- spoke during his post-game Zoom call, but uh, he wished the White Sox would have completed the sweep and gotten their eighth straight victory. So, I mean, it was it was a home run that gave him the American League lead with 11, and now he has 28 RBIs. So he had six home runs in the series against the Cubs, two Friday and then three Saturday, and then one on Sunday. That's the most by a White Sox player in any series in franchise history, six homers in a series. And yeah, so the reason that uh, the White Sox didn't win this game, I guess, we can say that it was due to you, Darvish. You, Darvish, threw a gem yesterday for the Cubs, ended their losing streak, got them back in the win column, 10 punch outs on the day for you, Darvish, who's looked like, he's looked like an ace all year. You know, it's like him and Kyle Hendricks at the top of that rotation kind of setting the pace. But you, Darvish has pitched the best um, for any pitcher on the Cubs this year. He is now 5-1 and one with a 1-7-0 ERA. Yesterday was seven innings of one-run ball with 10 punch-outs. That one run just being the home run he gave up to Jose Abreu. But other than that, Darvish has been absolutely lights out. And this goes back to even the second half of last year. Darvish has been very good since the second half of last season. So great to see him being the pitcher, like every bit of the pitcher that the Cubs wanted to sign, uh, thought they were signing, and he's finally healthy and giving them that return on investment. Because, you know, they invested quite a bit of of money on this guy. Uh, I believe it was like a six-year deal or something. And I, I don't remember the exact uh, details, but they gave him, you know, it was top-of-the-market uh, um pay obviously because he's a free agent but yeah you Darvish looking really sharp he's their stopper you know a guy that stops a losing streak and then hopes to start a win streak with his performance moving on to other news the Giants have DFA'd Hunter Pence DFA means designated for assignment um so effectively they're cutting him um they're they're trying to clear roster spots um I mean Hunter Pence is 37. He was reunited with the Giants on a one-year, $3 million deal following a very strong year last year. He was an all-star last year with the Rangers, but he never really got out of the early season slump this season. 
I mean, he was 5 for 52 with two homers over 17 games this year. The Giants signed Pence because he could crush lefties, but he only recorded three hits and 28 at bats against lefties this year. Just hasn't been, he's definitely, he's just showing his age. He's showing his age. And, um, Makes it makes you wonder how he caught lightning in a bottle last year and was an all-star year. I mean, and last year it was like if you looked at his like um, stat cast profile, his uh, you know his exit veals and everything, he was like legitimately crushing the ball last year, and no one knows where that came from. But at 37 years old, you know it's, it's sooner rather than later it's all gonna come crushing down. Uh, Father Time is undefeated. But yeah, I mean last year in a shortened in a shortened season um, because. It was shortened due to injury. He had 297 with a 910 OPS and 18 home runs uh, with the Rangers. And that was enough to earn an all-star berth at, at a point in time when people thought his career was over. But, you know, he spent the winter, you know, going into 2019. He spent the winter in the Dominican playing winter ball, and then he came back and was an all-star. I mean, he only played 83 games last year. He played half a season and hit and hit uh, 18 bombs. Pretty, pretty crazy. But... Yeah, comes back down to earth this year, and now the Giants have cut him, uh, designated for assignment. Someone could still pick him up, but, um, you know, time will tell. Maybe a team will pick him up. I mean, uh, uh, another player who was DFA'd recently, uh, but just got picked up, is Daniel Vogelbach. So the Mariners DFA'd him, but um, the the, Mar the Mariners have been able to secure a, a deal with the Toronto Blue Jays. So the Blue Jays are sending cash consideration back to Seattle for Vogelbach. Um, I mean, basically, the Mariners are just letting him go for nothing, just some money. Uh, Vogelbach was an all-star last year. He broke out with 30 homers and a 780 OPS. But this year, he was hitting just 094 with a 476 OPS through 18 games. Um, at this point, the Blue Jays will probably see him as a bench bat against right-handed pitching, which he's handled pretty well. At points in his career, but he, he's already joining a crowded group at first base and DH in Toronto, where they already have Vlad Jr. and Rowdy Telez over there. So he's just going to be a, a bench piece that they can bring off off the bench to uh, to hit against righties. But yeah, another 2019 All Star with a fall from grace, and you, you kind of wonder what just happens in, in in one year. But Daniel Vogelbach is still just 27 years old, so it's not like Hunter Pence, who's 10 years older. Vogelbach could still figure things out. I, I don't know. He just kind of fell off the map this year. It also could just be that 2019 was a flash in the pan because his numbers were just way better in, in 2019 than they've been his whole career. But I mean, it was to be fair, it was also his, his only full season in the big league. So I, I'm, I'm going to take that back. I'm, I'm going to take that back. He's, he's only played 223 games. 144 of them were last year. So maybe he really is that good. Um, he just got off to a slow start this year. It's just that in a 60-game season, you don't have time to get off to a slow start. Teams don't have time to, you know, wait. So, Alec Bohm, Alec Baum, Bohm, hit his first big league home run yesterday for the Phillies. Um, I, haven't, I haven't spoken much about Alec Baum yet. Um, he's 24. He's the Phillies' top prospect and number 31 prospect in all of baseball. He's definitely playing like it. So yesterday he was three for four, sorry, three for three with a walk. He's now hitting 344 with a homer, four ribbies, and a 993 OPS in 10 games this season. So Alec Baum is a guy, you know, he was a college bat, uh, highly touted uh, draft pick and everything, and he's moved quickly through the minors. Uh, moved quickly through the minors, and, uh, you know, he was drafted in 
in the first round in 2018, so just two years ago, third overall pick. And uh, Wichita State pros, uh, product came out of Wichita State and, you know, flew through the minors. Now he's in the major leagues, and he's doing big things. He's a third baseman, 6'5", 218, you know, tall guy. But the bat is his calling card, and that's all he's done since he's been up for the past couple of weeks is hit. So I, I do want to give him a shout-out. Um, he did it on, you know, Sunday night, I believe it was Sunday night baseball. Yeah, Sunday night baseball um, last night on ESPN. Uh, so it was a five to four Phillies victory over the Braves yesterday. He goes deep to center field, kind of like right center into the water there uh, in Atlanta. And um, yeah, future is bright for this kid, 24 years old, and um, it's a sign of good things to come. He's going to be a power, power hitting, and just a hitter, a good hitting um, third baseman. He's going to be anchoring that hot corner in Philadelphia for years to come. In other news, Aaron Judge is expected back in the lineup Tuesday. So Judge has been sidelined with a grade one right calf strain. Um, fortunately, he hasn't been out for too long. Um, he actually ended up missing fewer games than anticipated. So he's expected to return to the Yankees lineup on Tuesday when they open up a two-game interleague series against the Braves in Atlanta. And, you know, this is actually kind of good because the um, – the Subway Series was postponed this past weekend, so Judge ended up missing fewer games because obviously they're going to try to make up as many of those games as possible with double headers. So Judge is going to still be able to get, you know, more ABs than maybe they anticipated um, when he first got hurt. By having that series against the Mets postponed this past weekend, he was able to, you know, retain some of those at-bats that he's going to get back now. So that's really good. I mean, Judge was removed from a game August 11. That was just two weeks ago. Um, and this dude was leading the bigs in homers at the time. Um, and, you know, not, I mean, a few guys have passed him, but he's still just in the thick of things with nine homers. I mean, the the MLB lead is 12, so he could definitely jump right back into that race. Um, but good to see that Judge is coming back. I don't really know what the, what the deal is with Stanton. Um, he's He's still on the sidelines. So we'll see what happens when. We'll try to figure out when he's going to be back, if there's any update at some point. Moving out to L.A., the L.A. Dodgers. The L.A. Dodgers um, are looking good. They're 22-8. and eight. Uh, They they got a series sweep of the Rockies yesterday. They blasted seven home runs yesterday in an 11-3 route. And Dodger, they made Dodger Stadium look like Coors Field. I mean, it felt like a home game for the Rockies, the way the ball was just flying out of the yard. You got Enrique Hernandez, three-run blast. Corey Seager. Uh, you know, and Mookie Betts went deep. Betts went deep twice. Bellinger, Will Smith, um, Max Muncy, these guys all going deep. And, um, yeah, Dodgers were playing home run derby yesterday. Mookie was, was Mookie just doing crazy things. He has, he has not uh, missed a beat since coming over to LA and he's been excellent. Love watching that dude play. But that's going to do it for today. If you enjoyed this, please share it with someone who would be interested, and we'll see you next time on Baseball Connection.